Welcome to episode 8 of Vulgar Tech. It is May 5th, 2015. I'm here with my co-host as per usual, a man who knows uh, only a little bit more than my father about technology, <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Alex Mandelberg. Oh man, And I, of really? course, am uh, a complete uh, geek, and uh, I know too much. And yet, not enough. You're a geek. I'm a nerd. It's okay. You got all the computer stuff handled. I got all the the comic book stuff handled. This is true. You, uh, I, I, I can I can nerd out. If you did a podcast on, uh, I'm sure there's like seven thousand podcasts about uh, comic books, which is precisely why I'd never do one. Yeah, I think. I mean, I don't. I, I've never listened to one. I've never seen one. But I do a podcast about sports, and I'm sure there's about fifty thousand podcasts revolving around sports. Actually, I would wonder. I think that I would think it more comic books than sports. Yeah, I was about to say because usually sports fans don't know how to, you know, work an in internet. Yeah. Pausing real quick. It's very hot in here. Yeah, I think you get a little warm. Yeah, you only need to go up like one or two. I think. Yeah, one more. Probably not to the top, but yeah. No, because at the top. Fucking, yeah, this thing starts shaking, making everybody nervous. It's no good. Yeah, I don't know. That is a tricky. I mean, when you think about not only who makes a podcast, but also who listens to a podcast, mm-hmm. far more uh, in the I read a lot of comic books territory than then the I watch, I a, lot watch a lot of sports. sports. Yeah. yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. I'd have to, one of these days, I'll have to just. We'll have to check the numbers on that, yeah. Steve. I mean, I could, I could oh, hold on a moment. I have an idea. Oh, I like I, when you have ideas. Do you? All right. Yeah. It doesn't seem like it, but. No, I usually hate it, but for the purposes of the show, I'll pretend like I okay. like it. Okay. All right. Well, that's, that's, I mean, that's something, I guess. <laughs> Here's what I'm thinking. If I go on the iTunes store and I go to podcasts and I check the category for, say, sports, and compare it to the category for, say, fucking comic books. If that's even a category, I don't know. Um, then I can get a rough estimate without – obviously not every podcast is on iTunes. But I could get a probably rough estimate. Yeah, no, unfortunately there's no numbers. I just have – I mean it's a, there's clearly a shit ton of them, however. Well. I mean that doesn't really – it gives me almost no information whatsoever. It's just there's – Clearly a shit ton. All right. So uh, I'm sure somewhere somebody compiled the data. Uh, I have seen data compiled on how many uh, how many podcasts are in the world. Um, it's a tall fucking mountain to climb. <laughs> <laughs> Something like a thousand new ones that are launched every day. You know, not not thousand new episodes, mind you, like new podcasts where it's some, some two guys or whatever. Usually just two guys. Yeah, uh, I feel go, like that's what it is. The world seems. needs to hear us talk about blank. Yep. You know? Um, and Technology while saying fuck a lot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I realize we're we're not doing anything particularly unique, but just, oh, we're two guys talking about tech. But, but we say know. fuck a lot while we yeah, do Yeah, I it. mean, that's what, I mean, to me, that's a, that's a novel use of the uh, How of the many tech shows out there? I would say we are one of one of tech shows that have talked about technology and boobies and the awesomeness of boobies. 
Yeah, uh, and and how technology can enhance one's enjoyment and uh, ability to see more boobies. Yes, that is true. And uh, all things sexual, really. Like we, you know, we don't shy away. We we talk about the real shit. And that's that was the whole point of this. Is that I find a lot of tech podcasts kind of skirt around, much like the companies we talked about in the first episode. A lot of a lot of places, you know, they skirt around the the uh, sexual stuff. They kind of go like, well, uh, you know, what people do with that, you know, or whatever. Well, that was like, my favorite yeah. adage that uh, that you ever coined that I've said to people many a times, even though I don't know personally how to do it, but I, I, I just know it as the adage where I go, if you give me a dollar, I in return will give you all of the porn on the internet and your dollar back. Well, it's, it's – yes. If you gave me a dollar and you said, get me all of the porn that you can for this dollar, <laughs> I will get you all of the porn – and then give you your dollar back. Yes, yes. Uh, so, you know, there, there you go. How many other tech shows would give you uh, uh, boobies and technology like that? Yeah. Right there in your face. Yeah. Um, all right, all right. I'm, uh, we're going we're gonna to kick the show off now that we've done enough uh, pre-show. Uh, right off the bat, a little quick story that just makes me uh, smile, happy. Uh, Comcast... Uh, officially, over the course of the year plus that they tried to buy Time Warner Cable, spent a staggering $336 million in their failed attempt. That's a lot. That's a lot of money, but on the same page, it's a. It's really depressing because they spent $336 million and weren't able to do it and are still a company. Therefore, $336 million are like, oh, well, well, we tried. I, if you could just you, – they could have given me one of those 336, <laughs> just one, and I would have said nice things about them for the rest of my life. People would be like, you know what? I fucking hate Comcast. I'd be like, yeah, you know what? They're not so bad. <laughs> that would cost you $1 million. I, I understand what you're saying, but that's – it's just an example of what humongous, ridiculous corporations all these things are because Comcast uh, is – uh, part of NBC, mm-hmm. which both are part of General Electric, mm-hmm. which if you actually look at the gross income of what NBC, which is huge. NBC Universal is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Yes. That entirety is less than 4% of uh, GE's net yearly income. That's, uh, that's an insane amount of money. So $336 million really is kind of just a drop in the bucket. Right. To so that. give me one of them. <laughs> Time Warner spent $200 million on their on their behalf. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, I, I like, have no problem with Time Warner losing all of the money. But once again, it's yeah, too it, much at some money. point they're going to be like, they don't just throw away money. They're going to be like, we need to find a way to get that $200 million back. <laughs> Oh, I I see. There's uh, there's a couple of people in a house in Sherman Oaks. Let's uh, let's charge them an extra four thousand dollars a month, and we'll make it up in four <laughs> years. Or whatever, you know, uh, yeah. That's yeah. what that's the only part that concerns me. What will they do to get that money back? They're not just going. Well, ah, fuck it, two hundred million. Or maybe they are. Maybe they're just like, you know what? We piss money because fuck you all because of the fact that uh, these were this was money spent trying to. <clears throat> You know, join companies and shit like that. This wasn't money spent expanding or anything. Like that. This is money spent trying to join companies. So this was big company trying to purchase not as big company mm-hmm. and bring it into the fold. So it's kind of just money spent to them. That's not money because 
That's not money Comcast lost. That's money that GE probably lost more. Well, apparently GE they spent... was the one going, hey, you guys buy them so that they can come into the fold. Well, Time Warner apparently spent $14 million just on employee retention costs. And I'm not real certain what that even fucking means, to be honest. <laughs> but, Sometimes you know. when one company buys another company, there's a stipulation about you have to keep certain employees on or you have to – uh, stuff like so you know, retaining certain yeah, yeah. you might be guaranteed sometimes a couple million in I'll tell salary. you what Jerry you're very valuable to the company we want to keep you through the merger and uh, Jerry's like yeah that'll be 14 million and they're like <laughs> can you do it for eight and he's like done done what do I do here again <laughs> <laughs> you got a button but Jerry needs pushing he yeah. needs pushing everything. yeah yeah I will push that button eight million that's, what, that's my final offer uh, not a penny less. Seven million. All right, fine. I'll do it for seven. You know. Uh, okay. I just want to point out that I was uh, one of my predictions in, on this show has come true. In fact, two of them you'll see uh, later in the show. But but one of them came true. I said that at some point Apple will open up the watch band market to third parties and it will explode. And uh, as of today, Apple has officially released a set of documents saying here's how you make a band for the watch. Uh, yeah. That, that Give it was... a month before everywhere you go. <laughs> Just not literally a month, but yeah. Uh, this time next year, you'll walk past a a. Oh no, they, they'll get kiosk. them out. They'll get them out in a month. No, I'm not saying they won't. I'm saying this time next year, you'll walk past a kiosk at the Grove. That's dedicated almost entirely, or at least half of the kiosk is dedicated just to Apple Watch bands. Well, I was in a in, year. I bet you that was an easy one to call, though. Of course, they were yeah, going to well, start letting people listen, design them. I well, some of them not uh, taking anything away from of, you. Both but. of my predictions tonight are very much, of course, predictions. <laughs> but I still like to point out that, in fact, I did predict them correctly. Yes, that, that is. Uh, it makes <laughs> sense. They had to. They had to. Apple wasn't going to be able to keep up with all the band production and doing the cool shit that people want. And then eventually someone will start jerry-rigging it. And then that's worse. You want to just... Yeah, you put out an official... Well, I mean, obviously, as these things go, uh, just about guarantee that Apple will give them a special logo they can use on their packaging. It's like Apple approved or made yeah. for Apple or something like that. Much like they do with iPhone accessories. Yeah. And iPad accessories. And those companies have to give a couple bucks to Apple in order to get to print that yes, on there. And yes, yes. You know, Apple makes even more money because they need the money. Meanwhile, it's not like you might have be starting to, to run You don't short. need that logo to make something for the iPhone or the iPad. No, it's you can get nice. the specs online. Well, yeah, it's just it's you can charge a bit more, and it seems. Uh, I think more people. Legit. I think people trust you more if it's yeah, got that logo. Of course. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, you know, made for the iPhone six. No, it'll just say made for iPhone. Yeah, it's well, got a little logo and yeah. Well, it has to say the number because they're all different fucking... I mean, it'll just say made for iPhone, and then on the back it'll say compatible with whatever the fuck in, like, small writing. It's not part of the sticker. You know, the sticker just says compatible with or made for or whatever. I I, I can't remember the exact. I think it just says made for. Well, fucking I'd have to look it up. I'd look it up. Uh, moving on to uh, kind of the big story of uh, of this particular episode, the uh, Elon Musk did, uh, as predicted... 
uh, announce a home battery. And uh, the purpose of which they got a, they got for the home they got an either seven kilowatt hour or ten kilowatt hour, and then for businesses they have a one hundred kilowatt hour refrigerator um, uh, esque unit. It's it's about the size of a fridge. Apparently, either one of these are are stackable. Essentially, yeah, you could buy like a thousand of those refrigerator sized ones and just link them all together and they'll work uh, well together. Um, Did you watch the presentation? No, I, I don't much care. I uh, tried to watch it. It's, pro- it's not that exciting. But, Elon you know, Musk is as exciting as a district manager mm. just coming in to talk to mm. you guys about stuff. Right. Well, he's, he's got just, he's got better ideas than any district manager I've ever known. But, you know, <laughs> no, I don't I don't know that I. He's mm. brilliant, but the just he's got he has got zero zero point zero zero three charisma. Really? Just hmm. it is. Oh, I guess I haven't seen. Uh, I thought I'd seen him do some kind of presentation, but perhaps I haven't. I don't know. Oh, um, I've just. I'm still waiting for their uh, Model E. To be released, so that their lineup is the Tesla's Model SEX, which um, that's that was an intentional thing. That's what Elon Musk <laughs> wanted to do. <laughs> they have the Model S and the Model X, but the Model E not uh, either not announced or not ready yet. Oh man, yeah, SEX. Um, I don't know. It was something about the DMV uh, didn't or. Uh, Hi, uh, whatever the uh, the people in the America, the company or the, the <laughs> not the company, yeah, the those, fucking, those people up in their ivory nah, nah, towers, the, you know, the fucking people, the the, the 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 group, the government group that's like, yeah, you can put that on the road. Oh, not you know the F, not the FCC. Um, yeah, no, just whatever the Highway Safety Commission. Oh, uh, the Highway Safety Board or uh, something, something like that. that. He was like, they don't have a great sense of humor about the whole thing. I don't know, something like that. Um, anyway, the idea is uh, it's interesting because this article from Wired explains uh, how electricity currently works, and um, the the reason why staying off the grid is kind of nice is uh, currently um, we're we have. Uh, in this country, something like um, uh, yeah, our our electric grid is overbuilt by about forty percent. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't use that, but the all the power plants uh, need to be ready at a moment's notice to ramp up to com- like everything. They need to you know. If we all just turned on every electric device in our homes, they need to be able to flip a switch and everything keeps going. Yeah. So it's way overbuilt. Mm-hmm. And so that's why they'll charge you uh, more in like peak hours because they're like, oh, we had to flip extra switches to keep everything going. And if we got to send Bob down to the basement to flip that switch, you're paying for it, motherfucker. And so the idea of the battery is – you know, last week we talked about like where, the, how would you, you know, what the fuck are you going to do with it? Obviously, it's solar related, but also what the fuck? The idea is that you would use it in um, peak hours. That would, it would just automatically kick over on yeah. pe- peak hours, and you'd save yourself a, a great deal of cash. And um, just kind of brilliant, you know, yeah. Kinda, and I mean, obviously, over brilliant. time, you could probably, you know, the, they'll get uh, smaller, but also more powerful. Uh, as soon as the announcement was made, the first. Uh, article I read about this was somebody was talking about how uh, the some of the major consumers of this is, are going to be the marijuana industry. Yeah, people yeah. with grow operations who uh, they get killed with electricity costs because mm-hmm. they've got if you're growing fifty, sixty, a hundred plants mm-hmm. and you got fifty lamps going eighteen hours a day, mm. that's a lot of power. 
And if you're doing it during peak, so if you have a battery that's able to store energy during unpeak hours and then bounce it out to the lamps, you're saving yourself hundreds of dollars. Yeah, yeah, easily. Uh, and you, that that that'll be an hour long discussion on Alex's other podcast. If you'd like to plug it now. <laughs> Oh, yes, on the Canalinguists. We will be talking about that over on the Crab Diving Network. Yeah. It's going to be going on. So, uh, uh, yeah, that's basically what it comes down to. I've already seen there's a couple of companies out there that are offering, you know, kind of built-in all-in-one solutions where they'll install it along with solar uh, panels and things like that. I really I'd have to – we have to, like, put something on the roof at some point and, and see if sun hits it or something. Is he, I'm not sure how much sun hits our roof now that I think about it. Is he really pushing for this to be used just with solar power or is this – is it kind of however you want to use it? Well, I mean, when you think about it, charging the battery – with the electrical grid that already exists, is sort of borrowing against peak hour usage in the off-peak hour, um, which I guess would still save you some money, but not like not like if you used solar power. You know, no, I mean? obviously not solar free energy, energy essentially. Yeah. you know what I mean. And that's that would be the ideal usage for it. But I guess it sometimes doesn't it's profiting energy. I've heard about people who, when you have uh, when you have the solar panels up, if you have energy surplus, you could sell it back. Yeah, but they don't pay very well for that. Well, yeah. and that's the whole, you know, that was the whole thing. It was like, if you, this now you could like hold on to that energy and like kick it, you know, like, woohoo, it's mine. <laughs> you know, fuck y'all. I got this power. This is my power. Uh, the uh, prices are, I think, uh, 3500 bucks. Uh, yeah, that was what I think you said, something like that. Or that's the down yeah, payment. The, uh, yeah, the 10 kilowatt is 3500 and the 7 is 3000 There isn't actually that thing with the lease and the 7-year and the sell it back and all that. There's just flat prices. Why is the battery internet connected? Uh, so they can upgrade it at any time. It's Tesla. They're big on upgrading shit as they figure things out. That's smart. I like that. I, I, I don't. I mean, it happens with their cars. I don't know how much good it's going to do on the you know home powered thing. But also, I guess probably, you know, you're uh, out of town. Let's say. Well, that could, was the. You could probably dial into your, uh, you know, connect to your home battery and be like, "Hey, battery." Mm. You know, well, I don't know. I remember <laughs> you told up. me how Elon Musk had said uh, if he wanted to upgrade cars to drive themselves, the technology is kind of semi already built in because. The Tesla's the wheel's not connected to the steering wheel. It's that's all electronic. It's radio con- or not radio controlled, but basically, yeah, digital, remote, yeah. digital, yeah, yeah. Which I've, I, I, oh, I steered one of them. It's a little weird. Yeah, it's a little weird. I can see that they now uh, they now also uh, just started selling used Teslas on their website. Mm. They say you can save a pretty good penny, but then I looked at it and I was like, well, it's still a lot of fucking pennies. We're yeah. still talking about like sixty five k on the low end, and you're like for a two year old test. But I wonder when that happens. When you do the math and divide it all out, that you're not buying gas at all. Right. That's got to even it out some. Well, you also get like a huge tax credit from the government. Like, yeah, the uh, government does love you, Biden. Yeah, they'll give you a good. I don't know what it is, but I know I, here I in got California one of those for my hybrid when that was still something that they did when they still gave them out for the hybrids. Right. That was early. That was now everyone has a hybrid. Now they're like, oh, you got a hybrid? Good for you. Yeah. We talk to us when you go all electric. Yeah. I don't know what it is in California, but I think we're probably one of the higher um, kickbacks, I would imagine. You'd have to be. We do the most fucking driving. 
<laughs> no one does more driving than California. I, I don't, don't know I don't about think. that. Uh, we're we're first of all, we're one of the biggest goddamn states in the union. That's why I was going to say though. I would I would guess Texas does more just because not only are they bigger than us, but everything is so far away from itself. Yeah, yeah, kind of like California, but I mean, we're known for our shit. I mean, we're known for just cruising the street. You don't. There's no. There wasn't any video games called Texas Driving, but there have been California Driving. You know, yeah, there, there was Grand Theft Auto San Andreas, which is supposed to be San Antonio. San, oh, I thought it was supposed to be San Diego. It wasn't. I'm pretty sure it was supposed to be San Diego. I don't know. I, I never played San Andreas. I didn't either. <laughs> Damn. Uh, I don't think. I, or maybe I did. But no, I'm almost certain that it was, uh, it was supposed to be San Diego. Hmm. I don't know. I didn't yeah. look that up. But uh, yeah, no, I mean, we're known for our driving. I, I'll bet you California does more driving than Texas. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, don't... I don't know. I don't know. I bet you, though. Anyway, the, we're also not afraid of the government like they are in Texas, <laughs> so we probably get a better kickback than Texas does, is my point. I don't know if it's... You know, if you're getting a twelve thousand uh, dollar discount on a Tesla by buying used, and then you're getting a kickback from the government, uh, how much of a kickback? You know, if it's another twelve k, then it's like, okay, now we're talking like a car in the stratosphere. I could, I, you know, that make a car forty three grand. I'm like, okay, well, it's until they there needs know, to be bad. There needs to be something done about. I know that they talked about you know being able to pull the battery off and stick a new fully charged battery on and maybe being able to do that soon, but yeah. for the problem is that unless you have a, a house where you have a yeah. garage where you can park your car in the garage, right, with the little uh, charger Tesla, thing, yeah. Tesla's not an option. Yeah, this is true. It's just flat well, out. Well, I mean, an you don't have to have a house. I mean, there's plenty of like townhomes. There's plenty of parking garages where there's like an outlet nearby. You know, ah, I've, apartment parking garage structure? No, almost definitely not. Townhome, yes, because you usually have attached uh, garages there. But outside of that, even for us here, where we only have a one car garage, if both of us had Teslas. Then only one of us would be able to charge it at a time. We would also be living in a bigger house if both of us had Tesla. <laughs> if both of us were just chilling in our mom's. <laughs> I mean, that's that goes right out. I mean, hello, hi. Because hey. I'm not, I'm not cruising through this fucking neighborhood, being like, if "Hey, we... your Tesla's in the way of my Tesla." Um, we live we live next to a fucking weed shop, and if there's we both always have sketchy Tesla. people in that in fucking alleyway. I'm not driving a Tesla down there. If we both Thank have you. Teslas, we're not roommates anymore. We each have our own house. Yeah, I'll get the one next door, <laughs> the castle. I'll be fine with me. Kick out the 400 Armenians that live there. It's not that I have anything against Armenians, by the way. It's just that house is a clown car. <laughs> they're not even Armenians. They're, they're Are Jewish. They? Oh, I thought they they're were. Jewish. They're what? Persian. Yeah. You sure? When I knocked on their door, I saw Mazizza. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Well, we'd have been saying Armenians this whole time, so. Uh, no, I always knew Persian. I was, All right, I was you sure fuck. Persian. All right. Well, I'm the goddamn racist. Anyway, <laughs> the point is, we, like, almost never see the same person twice come out of there. There's got to be 40 people living in this. It's three or At four least, yeah. House, it's, you know? It's I, not a huge house. It can't be that much bigger than this one. At best, it's four bedrooms. I've never seen the same resident of that house twice in a row. Yeah, I always see them. I'll see that someone, and then five other people, and then I'll see them again. I never just seen the same person come and go twice. Right, it never happens. But yeah, if you're a if you're a two Tesla home, 
You got a you yeah. You got a garage for two car garage. Yeah. No, I would think. I mean, in an apartment complex, I've definitely lived in apartment complexes that had uh, underground parking garages that had a plug in the thing. The tricky part would be accessible. Yes. 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 Uh, because, you know, people like to clean their cars and shit like that, so it's convenient to have. The question would come down, you'd probably have to talk to the management and be like, hey, can I install a Tesla power station in here? <laughs> like, can I mount this fucker to the wall and just continually suck energy out of this place for free? Dang like, it. they probably would not be cool with that, yes. You know, I have I have a friend who owns a Tesla, and he's told me the, the power bill is not that much more than a normal power bill it doesn't matter what would the manager of the apartment complex think they're they're gonna be like oh that's sucking a lot of energy out of this place it's not sucking a lot that's what i'm saying i'm not saying it is i'm saying the fucking manager would think that that's my point Uh i think that would be the that would be the struggle that you'd have if you lived in an apartment is while you could probably plug it in the management or the fucking whoever the owner above the management someone's going to be like no you can't just throw a power station into the garage yeah well that's uh, that's at least in my opinion why the electric car thing hasn't really exploded in a place like los angeles where most people live in apartments yeah is because i think it's not there's a lot of people who make good livings in la who still live in apartments because the cost of living here is ridiculous we're in a house because we rent it not because we own it right so we're half in the same boat but we have a garage because we decided to pool our money and rent a house which if you're listening to this guys it's a wonderful fucking idea way better so much more you know like two people that you can put up with do it. Oh, it's get it's a much better living. Yeah. Way, way you get better. A, you get a backyard out of the deal. Ooh, yeah. When something breaks, the landlord gives a shit. Yeah. And we'll send over a guy who barely speaks English that day, usually. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, although we have a long list of things that, that Alex needs to call. Yeah, I did. Learn about right. and, uh, and fix. Uh, things but, do break around here a lot, but, but that's, yeah, there, that's got, you know. There are people this in this city who make a lot of money who still rent and – for those people, Tesla financially is an option, but it's not because there's no viable way for them to easily charge their car. Well, um, you know, I don't know where the I, I don't know where the nearest Tesla power station is. There's I've a seen couple two. Of them I've seen here. two of them. There's in one in Burbank, like, I know. Okay, but I I can't. I don't know where they are, but I remember I've seen two of them, like personally, uh, in like suburban kind of areas. So. I guess it really just comes down to like how quickly could you get to one of those? How often would you need to charge the car? You don't. You wouldn't necessarily need to charge it every fucking day. But those day. stations, it's only it's a half charge in a half an hour. That's all it gives you. I think no. I think the the other the the top of the line Tesla I think does a full charge in uh, forty five minutes or something. I don't. Th- I thought that those. I thought the whole thing about the supercharged stations was it will not fully charge you. I got. Uh I'd have to – I mean, we'll look it up. I'll look it up right now. I, I feel like they, they – I know what you're talking about. There's, I think the half charge is actually only like 15 minutes, but I don't uh, – let's see, supercharger. But, I mean, I'm saying those stations – yeah, see, supercharger uh, thing. Uh, world's fastest. It says, uh, grab a cup of coffee or a bite to eat, blah, 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 drive on. Um, yeah, how it works. Uh, 170 miles of range in 30 minutes. Yeah, so it's a half charge. Yeah, but it's a full charge in 75 minutes, which is... That's, you know, that's yeah, yeah. over an hour. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm, you know, you fucking kick it, go have lunch, come back, you know? I don't know. If you got the money for a Tesla, you got an hour of your day you can waste. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way I'm feeling. 
Take a fucking take a lift or a, uh, whatever. Find some expensive fucking restaurant right around the corner from where your Tesla supercharging station. Still, is. 170 miles of range. If you for 30 minutes, like if you, you know, that's that that might. How much get you, you want to bet? There's a, a rich motherfucker in the world who takes his car to the supercharging station and then calls an Uber from there to take him somewhere to eat. That's what I was just saying. I'm saying that's a good idea. That's, not, that's, not, you don't need to be money bags, McGee. To have a Tesla and then be like, I'm not even walking to a place right down the street. I'm getting an Uber. Well, who knows where the fucking where the charging station isn't where anywhere you want to eat. It probably wouldn't cost you that much to fucking get an Uber or a Lyft from, you know, for a few minutes down the road. I'm, I'm checking in our zip code. Oh, there's, there's, like, uh, there's like five of them, three of them. Yeah. Those aren't those aren't exactly close, but uh, well, you know, it's a fucking. I don't know. I'm just saying, I don't know where. Like, if there's any place to eat around there, that's Redondo Beach. That's not close at all. I listen. I'm no expert. I'm just looking at where it's at. It looks like there's nothing around that. It's just a fucking dirt parking lot. Um, there's a Marriott there. There you go. So you could eat at the hotel. Okay, listen. Call a hooker to the Marriott. I'm saying you probably would take a take a uh, one of the cars, one of the car services. The airports, of course, they've got them. Ugh, that'd be a nightmare. But uh, you know, I'm just saying that would be one of the options. It's not you're you. I'm I'm agreeing with you that as far as prime time goes, yes, the Tesla is not exactly a viable option for everyone, and it's it's it can't yet hit prime time because of that reason. Well, I it then is the I kind of wonder then does the battery kind of help the home battery? Does that give people the ability? But I'm trying to think, if you could charge your battery in your apartment and then just haul your battery out to your car and plug it into your car overnight, and now your Tesla home battery is charging your Tesla car, hmm. Is that possible, or do they install it? Is this a fixed battery on the wall? It is a fixed battery on the wall that hooks into your electric grid. However, it is a fucking battery. So, I mean, it, I, it's, it's plausible that theoretically one could just plug it into the wall for, like, apartment usage. Like, yeah. maybe they don't have that ready right now, but I'm sure somebody could find a way to, like... Make it plug. I'm sure Elon wall. Musk has had this thought that I'm having now. I, I'm not going to pretend that I'm smarter than he is. I know that that isn't true, but it would. Well, seem he doesn't to ever me- talk about like he doesn't go like what well, I want as people who live in apartments to be able to drive the Tesla. Because you'd be like, uh, you know, I don't know. He doesn't seem to realize that such a thing exists. Oh, what was this? You live in a small box on top of another box. Oh, I don't like that at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, some of us do that, you know. And he's like, oh, I don't, that's not kind of living our lot. I'm like a big, like a mansion or something. Mm-hmm. Something with uh, five, six bathrooms and oh, you 12, you, 13 bedrooms. Your, no? your garage only fits one car. Oh, yeah, well, I haven't, oh, I haven't accounted on anyone being that poor and also buying a Tesla. But um, let me get back to you on that. Let me get back um, to you. I'm going to go to the car wing of my house. Yeah, I do. I, uh, I, certainly someone could retrofit it. I I mean, I don't know. I don't know enough about fucking how long it takes to charge those batteries. But I get, you know, in theory, yeah, you could charge it through the day while you're at work. And you come home, you yank it down off the wall, you go down to your Tesla in the garage, and you hook it up to a power station. And, um, and you charge your and car. And you charge your fucking car. But then you've just got, somebody's going to come along and steal your battery and your supercharger. <laughs> but, you know, I don't know. I 
don't know. I don't have answers for any of this. But yeah, it's it's not. Yes, it's not a viable option. But we're also it doesn't matter. Also, kind of because, like, if your biggest concern living in an apartment is like, well, where do I fucking charge my Tesla? maybe you'd think about not living in an apartment anymore. Maybe you'd go someplace else for a change. Or you'd find a service nearby. You know, if you lived in downtown L.A., for instance, you'd probably – there's probably a service where they're like, oh, yeah, yeah, we got a whole electric charging station here in our in our garage. And it's like, oh, it's across the street. I'll just park there instead and pay them a fucking monthly fee, I think. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Much to think about. All right. Uh, another prediction. Again, it's a big duh. But uh, I was correct. The world's first driving, uh, self-driving semi-truck has hit the road. I was, I was correct that we would see early tests of this this year. I believe I said that. Well, your prediction— Or I know I said within five years, which is duh, but I feel like I said this year you will see an early test of a self-driving semi. You, you were a little—I'm going to give you most credit. I'm going to give you like 95% credit. Because you had specifically, you were like, I guarantee this year the self-driving semi-truck will be tested by Walmart. You were a little bit specific about Walmart. I think I, I think. I but think, that's why I'm know. giving you 95% I'd have, to, I'd have to go back and listen. It's possible I said that. Uh, I could say like buy with an eye on Walmart, maybe. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's, it's actually, I mean... Obviously, not Walmart. Walmart. Then Walmart doesn't make fucking semi trucks. But you know, so that would be a stupid prediction anyway. But at least partly, partially, I was correct. And uh, the thing, it's a it's a Daimler eighteen wheeler. Daimler, of course, owns a Chrysler, Mercedes Benz, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It uses the same technology that they have in their current uh, self driving Mercedes Benz vehicles that they've been testing out. And um, so uh, the the interesting thing is that it's not. Um, it's not humanless self-driving. It is uh, the idea is that it it's will a freight line, it'll, right? Yeah, it'll kick in. The self-driving will kick in while you're on the highway, and it can see um, 800 feet uh, in front of it for obstacles. It does not have a rear camera, oddly enough. It does not do so any. It still sensing. needs a driver. Still needs a driver. It'll do that, and then when it when it comes across like ice road truckers, you know. It'll uh, it'll go. Oh shit! I can't do this, and it'll alert the driver. And if the driver doesn't respond within five seconds, then it will slow to a stop and pull over, which is you know pretty safe. Yeah, Yeah. that's (laughs) that's what you want. Yeah. Uh, So if the driver's you know taking a nap after a long jerk session, um, and then the car's like, oh gee golly, wake up, Steve. He's (laughs) like, oh what what Jed? I guess. Uh, well, what? You know, and then uh, he's like, oh, shit, I'm driving. Um, and then it'll just pull up. Okay, apparently you're taking a nap after a jerk session. I'll pull over then. Um, and that's what <laughs> Let me know when you're ready to start driving again, Jed, because these are some rough roads. So is it just if the terrain is bad or is if – what about if there's a lot of traffic? If is it it the says thing, if the or? truck encounters a situation it can't confidently handle, like heavy snow that covers lane lines, it will alert the human that it's time for him to take over via beeps and icons in the dashboard. If the driver doesn't respond within five seconds, the dra- cr- truck will gra- slow down gradually, then stop. It seems like the only time that it does that, though, from the descriptions, is uh, environmental issues. So if it's heavy traffic on the 405, 
he the, he could be like, oh, I'm going into the back and jerking it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, computers got this. That's what I'm wondering. The 405 is a freeway, not a highway, but you know, yeah, yeah. But so highway, I don't think freeway. I could be wrong. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how much traffic it can handle. It's on a test drive. It's like you know, it's it's testing. You know, and it's going all over Nevada right now to like see if it can replace us humans. And, but uh, that's the that's you know? what I like about this is that it's not replacing a human. It's just Yet. it's just making it so that the human isn't being put. Because I know someone who's a truck driver, and man, the hours that he has to keep are not human fucking hours. Oh, I especially don't doubt that, not yeah. to be sitting in a chair just driving for eighteen hours. Some of these guys sure, will go sure. straight, and that's not safe. And then no, they'll, no, and then they'll sure sleep not. for four hours and then pop a bunch of caffeine pills because mm-hmm. they or only, more or or something much stronger than that because they only have thirty six hours to get a delivery done and the delivery is unfortunately too far away for that kind of time frame. So this being able to alleviate the stress off of them but still leave them employed, good thing like that. And I also like it because I don't see anywhere in the near future where this completely has that man losing his job. Okay. I don't know. Um, I do think – I mean, Shitty weather conditions, like it said, it's always going to have to have a driver in the car. Sure. And I think that uh, you know the five-second slow down and stop thing is, is good. Um, but of course, that, that where's the law on that? Can, if you have a self-driving car, are you allowed to sleep at the wheel? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm sure they're going to have so- – I feel like – oh, yeah. Look, the, I do a drive to Phoenix sometimes twice a year, sometimes three times a year to visit family, to and back, uh, there and back. And usually I'll drive out there kind of daytime, but I'll usually drive back closer to nighttime. That's what you're about to say. I usually sleep on the way out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying I, I – so I'll pass these semi-trucks sometimes. You know, I've, I've done it where I pass a semi-truck at like 1.30 in the fucking morning. And there's nothing for fucking hundred miles in every direction, and um, that's like that's a guy I could see just being like, you know, I'm fucking putting it in auto mode, fucking get myself a little shut eye. Like, ain't nothing happening to that truck for an hour and a half, easy. Yeah, but how much? How much can you trust the computer? How like five seconds is a very long fucking time if I just cut off your truck. If I just came around and went whoop and switched lanes ten feet in front of you, and then slammed on my brakes, but that's where you five seconds you've, ain't enough. You've made the argument though in those situations that a computer is better equipped to handle that circumstance than a human is. I would hope. I don't know. I don't know how. It, ideally, yeah, it should be. It was proximity detectors and things like that. If, if it can see eight hundred feet down the road, it could see this fucking car suddenly pull up. Will it slow itself? I don't know. Probably, but mm, just saying. If it's like, oh lordy, wake up! There's somebody in front of us. Five seconds is death. Well, I think if that's the case, then it's not going to make it past testing, though. I don't know what they're doing. But I don't know what they mean by testing. But yeah, I mean that's the only thing I would. Think. I'm sure that means cutting it off and slamming on the brakes. <laughs> I'm almost confident I that mean, that's what that means. It should. It should mean that. <laughs> yes. We just got guys driving in front of the truck, cutting it off, slamming on the brakes. That's but just that's surely, all we're doing. Surely, I don't know. Okay, you're you're suddenly uh, in charge of making the law. Somebody goes, I don't know why we picked this guy with the backwards hat and no technical knowledge, but Mr. Manberg, 
Um, the conspiracy <laughs> theorists are going to go crazy because you're Jewish, and they're going to be like, the Jews, once again, control the robot army uprising. That's yep. going to happen to us. Damn right. Um, you're you're in charge Read of the making newsletter. you're in charge of making the laws of human in an automated uh, semi automated semi truck. Um, what what is the law on them sleeping in the vehicle? Uh, I would only I you know what I would probably do I would put hour restrictions on it. What uh, do you mean? It's only allowed. It would only be allowed to be used. Uh, during the most non-peak driving hours. So you, it would only be allowed to be on from, say, uh, 2 in the morning or like 10 o'clock at night to like f- 6 in the morning. Mm. And then f- maybe maybe a time in the afternoon, but I wouldn't feel very confident about it being on during the daytime. What I feel like this is better for is those overnight halls, like you said, where they're on a lone highway and they go, all right, this is where I can catch. And that's where I would go, okay. After 10 o'clock at night, switch that bad boy on. Because if a drunk gets in your way, slams his brakes at 1 in the morning, and you spl- and your computer plows him over and kills him, good, kind of, kind of good. Mm-hmm. Okay. So fuck it. Yeah. I, right. I don't. It's interesting that you, you'd place a time restriction on it. I thought you meant when you said hour restriction. I was thinking you can only use it for three hours at a time. No, 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 no. I, as as soon as it hits ten o'clock, if you want to hit the auto and let that thing and let that, that bad boy weird. ride that out, seems like go. a very arbitrary distinction, especially because like there are fucking hundreds of goddamn highways on this great vast land of ours that are during the middle of the day. Fucking, have you ever? I drove from here to my mother's uh, house in Colorado some years back, which is a thirteen-hour drive, and. Uh, you know, you go through Utah, and uh, I'm telling you, a vast majority of the trip ain't no one anywhere. And I was driving mostly during the day, and a truck could easily do that. It's not we're not talking about any crazy turns. The, the street, you know, the roads were fine. It was still it was well, the winter. It would, well, but it then it would have to. Cold. Well, then it would. What I guess amending my rule is, I would leave my time restriction in in uh, heavily populated urban places, which and, they, which it wasn't kicking in anyway. It only works on highways. Uh, the 405 is a highway. Is it? The 5 freeway, fine. The 5 freeway is a highway. Right. I was thinking, I, can't, I think of those as freeway because it's freeway and then it becomes a highway like at some point. You yeah, know? but so the one, so the... Uh, I don't know the distinction necessarily. The 5, the five but is a highway. So if it's on the 5... Life is a highway as well. <laughs> I don't want to ride it all night long. Oh, don't you dare. If you're going my way... <laughs> I'm going to drive. Okay. Gonna... okay. All right. I'm sorry. That fucking song. Yeah, that, yeah, the yeah. The cover of that song has been fucking everywhere. Which right fucking one? All it's six of the Rascal uh, Flats one? I don't. The... Listen, I don't pay attention to what the kids are doing. <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I, to me, I would. So, yeah, it, I don't it, think our restrictions would do it. If I think you're all in you Los would, Angeles, would just, I would, would say you, time restriction. But if you're in Kansas, yeah, fucking turn it on. No, I, I, but I, I think that a more realistic thing to do would be to uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like uh, congestion uh, specific. 
Well, yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. I'm right. saying so that it, fuck in the heavily, hours. well, but in heavily congested places, there are times where you don't have to worry. No, about No, I that know, congestion. but I'm, I'm, I get that, and that's when it would work. I'm saying that it would, if you said congestion, I mean, you would just be a tweaking of the software. You just tell the software, like, hey, you're not allowed to kick on unless you know X amount of cars per but that's also, square the, mile. The computer might be better at the most. The worst thing to do as a truck driver, I'm sure, is sit in traffic. So let the computer sit in traffic. For Forum. I got no problem with the computer sitting in traffic. But you just him. don't want him falling asleep unless it's certain hours. I'm confused. Yeah, be have him let him be able to be awake during regular awake hours and have the night to sleep while the truck drives. No, if he's in a heavily populated I'm area. I'm so glad you're not making the laws. If this. he's out in the middle of nowhere, then I say turn it on whenever and just sit back and relax. You don't have to be at the wheel for this. That I'm cool with. Turn it on whenever, wherever, however. But in a heavily congested place, I want to make sure that you know you're you're. I I, I do want a human being still at the wheel. I guess I do not. Which but. is weird because, like I said, I'm admitting that I the robot's probably a better driver. Well, of course, the robots got nothing to think about. The robot's not like I wonder what's going on with Sally. <laughs> oh man, I miss Sally. Uh, my balls itch. Uh, yeah, good ball scratching. I haven't jerked off in a while. I wonder if this computer does. I'm saying, okay, let me Do look at my time. Do you think about scratching your balls a lot when you drive? Uh, yeah, I mean, I think about a lot of things balls related. Mostly women and my balls. Um, I'm just saying the computer has nothing else to think about except for driving, whereas a truck driver, certainly one who's done it for more than, I don't know, three years, thinks almost 0% about the driving. Yeah. I mean, I know because I've driven since I was 16, so that's 20 fucking years I've been driving. When I'm on the road, I'm not thinking about driving at all. I'll so think you about just say if there's traffic, they got to drive. If I don't know. think. No, I wouldn't put any restrictions. Like, fucking go ahead. Get drunk. I don't give a shit. <laughs> fucking, I don't care. <laughs> I, would, I would ask the people making the technology. I'd be like, hey, if the human starts driving like a drunk asshole, take over for him. And or put a, you know, lock yourself down. Oh, I, I sense a drunk man behind the wheel. I'm locking this shit down. You don't get to touch me. Fuck you. And if the conditions get bad and you can't take over, you pull over and you tell that man to sober the fuck up. Or I'm, woman. I'm surprised that you, of all people, would want to institute a technology in a vehicle that would have the driver, if drunk, the car be like, nah, I'm shutting this down. I'm saying if... Okay, in the condition where the in the condition where the where the car is supposed to give con- control over to the human, and it goes, yeah, all right, take the wheel, and he's like, all right, and they're like, wait a minute, yes, yes, then you shut down because it's like the computer, like I can't do this. This is some fucking crazy ice road truckers shit. Fuck you. How many times would your car have been ah oh, now fuck this and made you just kind of? I mean, listen, I'm, I'm trying to be a good car e- for a night. Trying to be a good example to the kids. So I'm just I'm merely remarking. That that would be that's that's the only restriction, quote unquote, that I'd place on it, and it wouldn't even be like a legal restriction. I would just, well, I guess it would be because I'd be like, hey, people making the, uh, the software for this, here's something you have to have in the software as a drunk detector, um, because I don't, I whatever, fuck it, let the god, I don't even know why you don't need a human in the fucking car. It's you do need a human. I, in the I, car. I mean, I, again, ice road truckers, but like. I don't know. Fine. For that, cool. When the thing gets delivered, someone's got to have the clipboard with the paper that says sign here, and then you got to sign it that he brings back yes, to his boss. Yes, because it's so impossible for a fucking computer that's to whip out an very, iPad. No, that's very important. That's very, very fucking, important. Now, the only reason really to have the human in the car is so that when they, get, uh, when they have to go through a way station, 
uh, you got somebody to arrest. <laughs> That's the only reason they want a human in the car right there. Well, it's just a ticket when you go through a way station, but yeah. No, I'm saying if you go through a way oh, with station. with drugs, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's arrest. what I'm saying. You got to arrest the driver and figure out the answers. If you just got a computer, it's like does not compute. And you're like, God damn it. What This cocaine must compute. And it's like, I don't fucking know, man. I, I came from Walmart. Why do I have cocaine? I don't fucking know. What am I, I? I, nobody told me nothing. Man. What am I? I'm a drug dealer? I'm a computer. My job is to drive. You want to talk to the dude who put the cocaine in my asshole. I don't hey, give a hey, fuck. I, I was programmed not to say shit, man. I was programmed. I was programmed not to say nothing. I'll yeah. say nothing to nobody. I, don't know. I, just, I was programmed not to. Do nothing. I'll be. You know, I'll, I'll keep an eye on this self-driving semi truck. But listen, I, I called it. Fuck you. All right. Um, in um, in uh, in uh, where is it? Norway, Poland. In Poland, uh, there is a what they're calling Uber for money. Uh, it's a it's a service called a Idea Bank, and the idea is that uh, say you need money. Or you need to deposit money, and it's late at night, and you don't want to get mugged. You call a service, and a car that's basically just a moving bank comes along, and a guy hops out, and he's like, give me your money, and then puts it in the car, and then whoop, drives off. So it's a bank that comes to you. Kind of neat, huh? I feel really bad because I didn't realize Poland was in a state where people were like, I don't want to go to the bank because I might get shot and mugged. That's a look at if you run a store and it's three o'clock in the morning and you got to go make a deposit, you got to take that money in a fucking little zip. Yeah, that makes thing. that makes more sense for businesses. And That's stuff what I'm like saying. That, it's for but, businesses. Oh, this is. I thought this. I, I thought this was. It for, says it's like, geared primarily people. towards business owners who've got a wad of cash deposit in the company's accounts. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, I I thought this was like you ju- could. No, I'm saying I thought this is like Steve is sitting at home and he's like, oh, I gotta go drop the the weekly that, paycheck. Off, but every time I go, those those damn hoodlums. Those, well, that's uh, it, it. Would it would also do that, or like you know, how often like we, we when we go to Sinister, let's say, yeah, and we're like, oh shit, we need cash for the you know parking. And it's like from here to there, we're not going to stop and hit up a fucking ATM. How convenient it would be if while we wait for your girlfriend to take her slow ass getting ready. We fucking hopped on our phone and was like, hey, need the ATM to come here. And the guy pulls up and is like, here's the ATM in the back. And I was like, all right, let me get my 60 bucks or 80 bucks or whatever the fuck. And you do his thing. Does it have an ATM in it? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's pretty cool. That is kind of cool. Yeah. The ATM takes deposits or, you know, you can do transactions with it. And that's the whole... That's a convenient little thing. I'm not sure why they're not, you know, doing They got to be using electric vehicles. Yeah, no, they're using the BMW i3. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, makes uh, sense. Because the ser- it says because the service is currently limited to Warsaw, the i3 is a shrewd choice. <laughs> It'll likely never run beyond its electric range. No gasoline, no emissions. So, convenient. That is convenient as shit. That's what I'm saying. Fucking one thing I hate the most is like, oh, I'm going to go to the fucking bank. Now, mind you, I do like if I don't need the money tonight, I'll just uh, do the phone deposit. You ever do that? Uh, I've tried to. I unfortunately cannot. <laughs> you don't even have online banking set up. No, I do, do have, I do have the online banking set up, but I found out uh, – maybe it's just for me. I don't know. But uh, uh, I have deposit limitations. Mm-hmm. on that thing mm. and being a day contract it's like i don't work all the time but when i work i get a decent paycheck and i usually i can't put it in mm. mine's thing. a mine's a 10 grand limit 
Oh, really? No, yeah. mine's like $200. Oh, wow. Yeah, no. Yeah, you know, mine's a 10 grand limit and I was thinking there's no way you're hitting that. Yeah, no, 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 no. Not but it's at all. funny to me that it says that because I'm it says like your account has a 10 grand deposit per day limit and I'm like, what if something cool happens to me in life? <laughs> you fucking shitty bank. <laughs> What if something cool happens and a motherfucker? They're going to make you get a bigger account. <laughs> now I don't know if they mean mobile deposits or they just mean all deposits. But I'd I'd like I mean, to think that if I deposits. went into my bank with a hundred thousand dollar check, they'd be like, "All right, we'll roll out the red carpet for you, massa," and uh, I'd be good. But maybe they'd be like, "No, nah, you can go fuck yourself. You're on the wrong account, bitch." Well, that was why <laughs> like, I said fuck. I thought it was so weird that after the the Mayweather Pacquiao fight, like Floyd actually had a physical check. In his pocket yes, for a hundred million dollars. Yeah, but it's you know how it is. That he was gonna go to his bank. And I wait. That, what if you walk in and you're like, cash it? With the, yeah, what, I don't know. What what is the bank supposed to do at this uh, point? Spread now? your cheeks and lift your sack for a hundred million dollars. <laughs> you motherfucking better. I'm gonna need a lot more than just your government issued ID to give you a hundred million fucking dollars. So you can <laughs> suck my nut on that one. Uh, Even just depositing it, I gotta feel like the bank goes, ah. Uh, uh, you don't want to like cash this out, right? Because we have to call all of the banks <laughs> in like a twenty mile radius. That'd fucking. I'd be such. I'd be a dick about it too. I'd be like, in cash, please. I'll. Uh, and they'd be like, uh, uh, it'll take the rest of your life for this to clear. <laughs> can you do me a favor? Hey, hey, can I get? Can I get? Uh, can I get? Can I get seventy five million in fifty in fifties? <laughs> and then I want the last two million in fives. Yeah. Can I get that in five dollar bills? Also, I'll meet about a hundred thousand in quarters. <laughs> <laughs> I got a lot of laundry to do. <laughs> I've always dreamed of filling a pool with quarters and and swimming in that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? You got about a hundred thousand in quarters, or what? <laughs> do I need to go across the street <laughs> to the Wells Fargo? <laughs> Uh, no, but that's a symbolic check. That ain't no fucking real. It's a no. It's a real check. You, you say a, the motherfucker's got direct deposit on a hundred million dollars. He's not walking into a bank with a one hundred million fucking dollar check and going, "Yo, need to deposit this in my account, please." No, there's no way he's getting a direct deposit because then he'd have to pay taxes on it, and he's in trouble for tax evasion. So no, that dude got a check. Well, if 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 I'm Floyd Mayweather and I'm in trouble with the IRS, I probably wouldn't go around bragging to people that I just made a hundred million fucking dollars. Yeah, that's, that's just, maybe that's I mean, just me. I, I no arguments that the man's not smart. Definitely no <laughs> arguments there. I well, they've always said he's a rent. smart, smart businessman. Blah blah blah. All right, I'm moving along then. Um, there's a, a, a article on on Wired about this new credit card. It's not really a credit card. It's called the Stratos. There's quite a few of them like this out there. It's a card for everything. You you link it to all your credit cards and your reward cards and your uh, gift cards and things like that. So it's one card, and you just select on your phone which card you want it to be when you use it. Um, it's an interesting article, and the guy's like, yeah, it's really cool, and it looks awesome, and you feel like a badass using it, but it's a little tricky when you're like at a restaurant or a bar, and you go to hand your card over, and you're like, oh, you have to hit this button, wait for the light to blink three times, and then run it. And they're like, don't fuck with me. You know, That's what he was saying was happening mm. to him. Because okay, it, I can see that. Because it needs an electric, it needs like electrical signal to like you know gather the shit. So it, you can't just like le- like I can't leave it set as the default is my is to be my normal debit card, 
and then as if I hand it out, it'll run just fine. Um, it says uh, you have it works wherever your normal credit card does, as long as you know the trick. You have to whack it on the table, the reader, or your palm right before you use it. The only way for the Stratos to last two years is for it to be on, or for it to not be on all the time. So the tap activates it. A tiny LED blinks next to the active card, and it's ready. Doubling or tapping it connects to your phone. So this is fine when you're using it yourself. It becomes a tick, even part of the routine of swiping and signing. But go ahead and try handing your credit card to a waiter or bartender and saying, you just have to tap it once before you swipe it. You'll see the light, and then it'll be fine. It won't be fine. <laughs> that's what he says. Uh, and that's – I bring this up kind of more about like that's the uh, that's the, the, the downside of like uh, – edge of technology kind of stuff is uh kind of the people around you like going what (laughs) (laughs) what do i gotta do and you're like you know what i mean uh i remember the first time i used apple pay at the cvs and you know because i saw the little thing was on there and i was like oh it it says it works anywhere that's got the little symbol of like a person's finger yeah and then the little three like wi-fi signal kind of thing and i was like i'll bet you this will work because i pulled out my phone and uh, and she's like, yeah, you know, it's whatever. And she just stood there, and I pulled out my phone, and you know, beep, beep. and it's like, all right, we're good. Do you want to pay that much? And I was like, yeah. And the machine registered it, and she just stood there, and I was like, waiting on you, toots. And she's like, yeah, you need to swipe your card. I was like, no, I don't. And there was this weird standoff where she was like, yes, you do. And I was like, the receipt is printing right now. And she's like, what did you do to it? And I was like, I paid with my phone. And she was just like, you can do that? You, you motherfucker. You know, like, Don't you fuck with me. I'm going to get fired over this shit. Um, I ain't losing my job for you, motherfucker. Uh, until CVS turned that off for Apple Pay because they're part of this consortium of fucking idiots that are trying to like find their own way to make something kind of similar to Apple Pay that's far more I think this is. Fu- I kind of fucking want this because I – if it's just about tapping it because I'm reading the article, it seems like it's just about turning it on. Yeah. So once it's on, it's not like every time you have to tell it, oh, be this card, oh, be that card. So you don't have to worry about every time you're swiping it, letting it know what card it needs to be. Ah, uh, well, I'm. You can leave it to a de- from real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. can leave it to a default and be like, sure. okay, you're my normal Wells Fargo debit card. Sure. Every time you just swipe this, but if I wanted to be like, oh no, I'm putting this one on credit. I can do that from my phone, and that'll be fine. That that's kind of fucking. But cool. I think you still need to tap it to turn it on. Yeah, no, you still need to tap it to turn it on. Right, absolutely. So if as long as you're not uncomfortable saying to a server, you have to tap and show them, pull the card out. It's fucking cool. It has a light. Show them, like tap. See, look now. See, it's on. Now it's off. I, I'm saying, okay. That. This is the part that or I'm, tap it, turn it on, and then give it to them. Yeah, I was just thinking that, but here's the problem with that. I'm going to. A fucking loud nightclub. I handed the bartender my card at the beginning of the night, as I always do. Uh, Let me get a gin and tonic and a bottle of water. Here's my card. Keep it open. Mm. Now what? Hey, I want to close out my tab the other night. Now I have to, in my drunken state, (laughs) (laughs) when I say close out my tab, I have to go, oh, by the way, here's how that works. (laughs) You're going to want to tap that card first. (laughs) And when it lights up, then you're good to go. (laughs) And she seemed to be like, I'm tossing your drunk Do you have a out. card that's not a robot? And also, 
how do I know you're not hacking my system? You know, or whatever. I don't know. I mean, mm. there might be some places they're gonna like. I don't trust your card. I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. I think it's pretty cool. But uh, yeah, it looks. Like it's a really nice looking card. I mean, it does look. You know, like the the future. Uh, there's a lot does of it other have to ones. Charge are, or apparently it lasts two years on the single charge. Which is, you know, that's not too, I mean, your, your standard credit or debit card, they replace that every, what, two or three years anyway, right? Something like that. Yeah, I'd say, I think it's like three years. So two years ain't bad. Yeah. Pretty I, good. And I guess you could just, you could, if you're going to a bar and you're that worried about it, turn it on at the beginning of, turn it on when you open your tab. Who's at a bar for more than three hours? Four hours if it's a if it's been a long day. Well, yeah, but if you're going to a bar, like even if you're going to a bar once, like it's not expecting. I, I think it turns off immediately. Like it probably has a you know you you tap it, turn it on. It probably only stays on for like a minute. No, that's what he's saying. It's on until you turn it off. Uh, well, that'd probably be a bad idea. I think I think if you were to keep it on at three hours at a time, that might. I mean, I don't know. That might drain it pretty fast. I have no idea. I. I'll have to look into this thing. I might want one of these for myself because I lose fucking everything. To be able to leave all my cards, the actual real ones somewhere. Yeah, to get rid of your fucking George Costanza wallet that you have fucking <laughs> walking around. Um, Fuck you too. It says reserve now. It's still in beta, so they're still working on it. Um, well, look, you can just design your card right away. Uh, upgrade to a two-year membership for only 50 bucks. It doesn't say – oh, it's 100 bucks. That's not bad at all. And then I guess um, it says upgrade from so probably for a two year thing which you're includes one free replacement. Uh, of yeah, the, the, the two year one includes a free replacement or upgrade card during the membership term. Um, so essentially about one hundred and forty bucks to to get it going. Ooh, they have a black and red one. Mm-hmm. So for all you shell game folk out there who you know spend your time with a wallet full of credit cards trying to shuffle the debt around from one to another, uh, solidify them onto one card mm. to shuffle around yeah. your endless amounts of debt. Yeah, yeah. That's the only thing that is kind of backwards about this is that I go, this is for people who have a too many credit cards. No. Which is a problem. Because it also works with membership cards and gift cards and all kinds of things. Like, I can put, like, a Starbucks card on there? Your gift and loyalty cards. See? That's just... so. That's my Ralph's card now, too? Fuck yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? That's what I'm saying. It's a pretty good deal. I don't know. You might have to get that. Oh, it comes with a swiper. Uh, Swiper, no swipey. Yeah, yeah. Plug the included Stratos reader into your phone and swipe all of your cards into the Stratos app. There you go. That's so you can, yeah, load in everything. Pretty neat. It's got fingerprint security and EMV contactless it's got payment. The NFC. NFC, that's good, yeah. Download shit, you can battery, blah, blah. Yeah, fingerprint security. Yeah. Pretty wow. neat. All right. Okay, it's cool. Fine, I'll get it. I'm going to get one. I like it. For each person Sold. you refer, Stratos will give you 15 bucks back up to the full cost of your membership. And works with hmm. Android 4.3 and later. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want to forget? Huh? What version are you on? I'm on 4.4. Okay. Well, then there you go. Yeah, you're good. Uh, here's a service called Tasting Room. It's uh, You might like this. It's uh, You pay uh, like eight bucks, and they send you a uh, sampler of wine. It's, a, it's like a tasting pack. It's like six bottles or something like that. These tiny, they're smaller Yeah, bottles. they're like one glass. And when you get it, you, you, 
you sit down with a glass of wine or a wine glass, I should say, and your six bottles, and you go on their website, and they'll ask you questions about each of the bottles and ask you what you think of this and what you think of that flavor-wise. And then it'll figure out what kind of wine you would like. And then every month for, I think, $15 per bottle or $12 per bottle, uh, however many you want, you know, or maybe not every month. I think it's every week. Um, maybe it is month. I don't know. Whatever. However many you, you know, the guy who tested it out on this site, he said he needs about a bottle and a half a week. So he's like, so I tweaked it to send me that. So it's probably, he probably does it monthly. Um, you figure out uh, whatever. So let's say month, once a month, they'll send you at $12 a bottle wines that you will like. And if they send you a wine you don't like, they'll replace it for free. Hot damn. Pretty sweet deal. Yeah. Not too bad. So just FYI, uh, tasting. We need to rename this show from Vulgar Tech to Mitch Sells Alex Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Mitch makes Alex want to buy things involved in technology that he didn't understand because he doesn't know technology. That's too long a title, huh? Yeah, a little bit. No, it's, it's, all right. it's all right. Uh, Facebook is embroiled in controversy uh, over there. They have a, a platform they're calling internet.org. And the idea sounds, you know, every road to uh, hell is paved with good intentions. Uh, The idea is the portion of the world that is without internet uh, connection or an internet service, Facebook's like, we got you covered. Now, here's how Facebook's got you covered. Uh, You go through Facebook for everything. (laughs) So you basically connect to Facebook and then you, from there, can you know browse around and link stuff, and you know click to links and all this different stuff like you would on the internet. But you're going through Facebook servers the whole time, which means shit tons of user data that they can sell ads on and and really get to know who you are as a person. Mm. But this is basically for North Korea. Like who who else? No, who I the mean, fuck doesn't have internet? Oh come on! Barely half the world has the internet. That can't be true. Yeah. It's a a true thing. That can't be true. Yeah. There's still like, uh, you know, three billion people, I believe, that don't have an internet connection. You know. The Sudan. In America, there can't be a single human being who doesn't have internet. This is not about – South America, I'm guessing at least 60 percent of them have This is not for America. This is for those countries. Okay. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like North Korea, the Sudan – Okay, but even all of India probably has internet. First of all, they it, they don't allow any SSL uh, connections, SSL or TTL connections, which is you know your secure you know SSL socket. It c- protects you from people spying on your traffic. They don't support that, which is fucked up because Facebook's been SSL only for like two years. Um, so that right I'm there trying is to understand big, what that means. I think uh, I get secure you socket layer. It's a secure layer. It's a secure connection between you and the website. No one can come out and like see what's going on in that pipe. It okay, would be yeah. uh, pretend that the pretend that your connection to a website was a physical pipe. If you're using uh, your standard HTTP connection um, and you're sending things through that pipe, it's a clear pipe. And if I were just, you know, spying on pipes one day, I could be like, oh, look, he's sending a dildo to Samantha. Yeah. Right? But an SSL puts a – is like a painting that whole thing black. Mm. So now I'm like, ooh, there's that pipe. <laughs> I can't see shit. So uh, that's what an SSL, uh, a secure socket layer does uh, in theory. Um, so that's a big problem right there. But then, like I said, they are tracking everything that the user does because everything goes through Facebook's internet or, you know, pipe. 
essentially. And so they're like, we own the pipe. We're going to fucking put a tracker on everybody who fucking goes through the pipe. And that's, you know, it's, it's, uh, that's the controversy is it's like, okay, yes, you're providing free internet service to people and, you know, that need it, but we don't really care for the fact that you're going to be tracking every fucking thing they're doing and doing all this yeah. kind of. But Google Chrome does the same fucking thing. If, if I check a Dodger score on my Google, next time I check out com, undoubtedly my advertisements are sports related. So it's doing it even on the regular asshole internet. Uh, well, for one, we're not talking about an SSL connection there. Also, you can turn on private browsing mode and it won't happen that way. But um, is this not going to have any kind of private browsing mode? No. Does Facebook not. think people don't jerk off? I don't think they do. Yeah. Mark Zuckerberg, I guarantee you, spent a lot of his high school days jerking off. I I wouldn't know. I probably, but he's not going to admit that. I mean, Facebook's been anti-porn for fucking ever. You know that. I mean, if, oh, Every I once in a while I see people sneak nipple pictures through on Facebook. Yeah. Well, you know what's funny is like if you post a link to something where in the thumbnail you can see a nipple. It's always that thing where I'm like, does this count? Is somebody going to report this uh, fucking nipple on the internet? Or, uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. It's, uh, but yeah, certainly not like if you're uploading a photo to Facebook of just nipples. Yeah, they they pretty much don't they don't care for that much. They're gonna they'll get rid of that shit quick. Oh, um, I guess unless you built your own walled garden inside Facebook of just people who share nipple photos and they don't <laughs> report it to the other person. In which case, you know, maybe. But you'd have there's really, got to be a private group somewhere on Facebook that like the nipple lovers of America or something I, like that. Yeah, but also why bother? Why go on Facebook anymore? <laughs> like, why not just go to a place that's more more forgiving for that kind of thing? But that's the uh, that's the that's the controversy, and I and I, I agree with the controversy. I think it's I don't think they should be tracking motherfuckers. I don't quite think like that. Big a deal. Nah, well, I, I I really th- like I said. I don't think that that's. I don't think it's wild. You're you're, you're, if you're giving people you're who've never had internet. Internet. Okay. You're forgetting one very important thing. Uh, our government here spies on people, and we're technically not. That's supposed to not happen. Um, in a country that doesn't have a constitution or laws protecting their citizens from being spied on. What's to stop that country from going, Facebook, I'm the captain now. Give me all of your data on my users. Uh, because Facebook, Facebook, Facebook is not located in their country. Well, they'd still have to have servers in that, in that neighboring country. They're, they're, there's, at some point, there's going to be an open connection for that where the government can, in fact, come in. And take you have to have a server in a country to have? Well, yeah, because that relays information from one server to another. That's how the internet works. I didn't figure it had to be Facebook's server. I figure they just send the signal there. I don't know, without, I don't know how these things and work. And also, again, without an SSL layer, it's just a big clear pipe, and that government could very well tap into that. If you're not protecting your users from uh, protecting their privacy, then you know any number of nefarious things can happen. You know, it's just a it's it's a it's a scary thing from that perspective, well, especially if you're going to make sense like that. I guess yeah, I, I know, kinda, you I know. know it's a it's. I, certainly, they'll as as things go with Facebook. They always start out with like, "Here's this new thing we're doing," and people are like, "You're doing fucking what now?" And they're like, <laughs> "No, no, not anymore. No, you're right. You're right. That is a little evil. Okay, we'll stop it. We won't do that anymore." <laughs> like they had a thing where uh, they were like on the mobile app. They were like, "We'll you know occasionally record things you're saying while you're using the app." And you're like, "What? You're gonna do what?" 
And like, yeah, just to, you know, just record little things. And then we'll find ads related to the things you say. And you're like, don't do that, Facebook. And they're like, right, right. Okay, we won't do that anymore. There is a conspiracy out there that if you were to say, if I were to open Instagram on my, on my phone, my iPhone specifically, um, not that it really matters, but just as an example, in case everybody's like, oh, it wouldn't work on the iPhone phone because it has to ask your permission to get your phone. Um, theoretically, if I were to open Instagram on my iPhone and start talking about a given product, I'm going to see ads for that product on Facebook within a couple of hours. That's what I've, that's the, that's the conspiratorial theory. I haven't tested it, and I did look at my app settings, and I found that Instagram was authorized to access my microphone. So I turned that off. Um, now, it's possible it just needed that because when you're recording video, it's going to want the audio as well. Yeah. But just in case, I turned it off anyway. <laughs> I don't like that idea. Um, wait, 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 I haven't wait. tested it. I don't know. Because it sounded insane. Jeez. It sounded insane at first. Am I going to find you walking around in tinfoil hats in a couple of no, fucking No, no, no. It sounded insane. But when you, you can start talking about chemtrails and fucking, shit over yeah, here, yeah. what the fuck is steel this? Steel doesn't melt. <laughs> steel doesn't melt from jet fuel, goddammit. And the building doesn't fall that way. That was a free fall speed of a fucking... I saw explosions on the third floor. And what about building seven? Now, they said they sounded explosions. It sounded conspiratorial i'm with you but i did like i said i checked my app settings and it said that it had access specifically to the microphone it didn't i hope say we camera. get all the hate mail from truthers after it this. didn't say camera and microphone it just said microphone and i thought hmm that is kind of odd and the people who the, the article i was reading was not on fucking you know infowars.org or some shit like that it was like fastco or wired or something like that where they're like it is kind of weird that like blah blah and uh you know one of them was like uh Two guys, and uh, the guy mentioned the word tampon, and then went on, and he saw Playtex ads on Facebook like later that night. I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I mean, theoretically, it's possible if it's got access to your microphone, you gave it access, so it's not going to have to ask every time it uses it. It's possible for the app when you're, when you go, you swipe down and you go refreshing, it's possible for the app to just check in, record something, send it to a server, and just, just check it for keywords. Yeah, it's possible. If they're just polling every few seconds to grab little snippets of audio, it doesn't take up that much space to do that. Yeah, but then to process all the audio that you receive, search it for keywords, then spit the information back. I'm with times you. Times every human being on the face of the earth who has connection to the internet. And has Instagram and Facebook, which is not, you know, That's, we're still talking a few million people, you know, 20, 30 million, maybe. Let's uh, let's say twenty percent of the world. That's a, that's still a lot of people. Twenty percent of the world is not on Instagram. Sorry. Oh, on Facebook, probably no, no. Well, no. I think Facebook's got one point five billion people, so that's uh, that's maybe close to twenty percent ish. Uh, out of seven billion people, I'm bad with math. It's, Saddam Hussein and Bin Laden had Facebook pages. All right. Everybody has a Facebook page. Bin Laden did not have a Facebook page, and Saddam died before Facebook was launched. Anyway, <laughs> I hate to shit on your fucking parade. There, Somebody created a page for them. Oh, after oh, the fucking! And that demise. doesn't. That doesn't I fucking. That, fucking that, that doesn't fucking count. One person can create a lot of fucking things. You jackass. <laughs> I'm saying. All right. It sounds conspiratorial, and I'm and and probably isn't true. But Facebook did, in fact, make a feature like that. It was announced as a fucking feature. Like, hey, guys, guess what happens now? 
And then people were like, you're doing what? And they were like, just kidding. It just seems so evil. I know. <laughs> so it definitely was a technology that he talked about. It definitely is possible. And there are there's evidence, whether or not it's solid evidence, I couldn't tell you, but there is evidence at least that perhaps that's the case. I don't like your future world. Mm. I oh, like oh, my it's, smart it's, house, but I don't like your future world. <laughs> I know, it got nothing to do with me. I, this ain't me. I, that is not my I boy. That is that is not my boy. <laughs> that, this is your boy right here? Uh, this nope, your boy? That is not my boy. This your boy um, right here. I'm going to end on this. Windows 10 is purporting to be able to run reworked iOS and Android apps natively. The idea is that you'd bring your code base for your iOS or your Android app into Microsoft's um, uh, IDE uh, integrated development environment. The the program you use to program things for Windows, and you uh, would rework your code, and it would go, oh, yeah, instead of using this line of code, we actually use this on our server or on our uh, in our products and our code base. We'll go ahead and convert that for you, blah, blah. And there's probably a, quite a bit of code that you'd have to still rewrite, but they're making it, of course, for marketing purposes. They're like, push a button and go, which never works. Um, <laughs> uh and that's I mean that and that's the thing is like whenever it's right once run anywhere I mean that that future has been promised to I say us but you know, I don't even understand nerd. what this means. Um, you do know what an iOS and an Android app yes, are, don't I you? Yes, I do. Okay. Know that. So All right. they're saying you can run that on your desktop, laptop? Yeah, well, I mean, I think they just said Windows 10 which would include the phone. Obviously, that's the problem is that if you're going to run you can't run a cell phone app on a desktop. Um, not just because I'm not so saying just more because the code base is different, but also th- this is the argument that I used to have with people who fucking used to be screaming and yelling about the iPhone doesn't run Flash, and I always had to like pull them aside and be like, wait, before you just run around shouting about that, like before you just keep saying that sentence over and over again. And by the way, no cell phone does, but whatever. Uh, what the fuck? Do you expect to happen when, for instance, a flash game loads on your cell phone and it requires the space bar and the A through Z keys and double clicking and click and hold and things like that? What do you want it to do? Fuck off? Want it to just crash on you? All right, cool. Because a lot of things in flash required like hovers, which you can't hover on a fucking mobile phone. So how would you deal with that? Oh, we turn it into a click. Okay, but a click does an entirely different thing on a Flash app than a hover. So what exactly do you expect to happen with all these Flash things? And that was the problem. Hover that, being just when your cursor's yeah, over it. Yeah, when you're, okay. when you're moving your mouse around, that's called a hover. Mouse move would you're, be another. You're using power term. I was asking for idiot word. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> hover, I thought, was a pretty standard term. I, I, was able okay. to, I was able to figure out what it was, which I'm a little proud of myself for that, but I just wanted to clarify that it's I okay. was correct. Ma- a mouse move action. Yeah. There's no mouse move action would be a better way to say it. There's no mouse move action on a, on a touch screen. Yeah, okay. Well. So right off the bat, that's like 90% of everything ever made in Flash. Okay, sure. So click events would work. Cool. But what about all of the fucking keyboard events as well? That wouldn't work either because you're not when you pull up a keyboard and now all the flash is like this tiny per- percentage of your screen and now you're typing those things and you're touching the screen. It's It just wouldn't work. The, the interaction model is entirely different. And that was, you know, uh, the, the hilarity of people arguing like, oh, flash on the phone, flash on the phone. And Apple always told Adobe like, listen, if you can show us an example of it fucking working – you're fine to put. We'll absolutely. 
So and this Adobe was like, we're working on it. We're working on it. And they never showed anything. So, yeah. This is the, basically then – so this is Windows finally realized that nobody wanted to – nobody wants their fucking phone. So they went, <laughs> well, if you buy it, you can just install the Apple phone stuff on it and it will be a cheaper iPhone. Uh, no. The idea is that I'm nobody wants a fucking Windows phone. Well, no, they're just saying Windows 10, which would include yeah, tablets, phones, desktops, whatever. I don't know how they're going to do it with the desktop thing because again, there's things like multi-touch. How are you going to do that on a desktop? I have no idea. Unless you've got a trackpad, I guess. I mean, in which case, sure, if you've got a multi-touch trackpad, but there's like three percent of the fucking planet that has that, so I don't know who you're going after. But also, they're not saying you can run iOS apps or Android apps. What they're saying is that you can run re- reworked ones. So what they're saying is I – let's say I made an app for the uh, App Store, for Apple's App Store, iOS. Microsoft is going, hey, we're going to give you a button and you can – then it will run on Windows apps or Windows 10. All right, cool. So it's a way for them to get developers and applications. It's the catch-22 that they're in right now with Windows Phone. Is people go, I wouldn't buy a Windows phone. There's no apps for it. Yeah, I have a friend who has a Windows phone, and he made that complaint about it two years ago, and I've heard that that's still the complaint to this day. Well, because here's why. You say, I won't buy a Windows phone because there's no apps for it. And an app developer goes, I'm not going to develop for Windows phone. It's a totally different code base, and there's nobody on the platform. You got to catch 22. You yeah. got to lock in standstill. Apple was lucky. Because when they launched the iPhone, they only had their own apps on it. There was no such thing yeah. as the App Store. There was no plans to ever it was open. Just pre-installed stuff. It just yeah. So they built up a user base, and then they were like, okay, now other people can start writing applications for it. Like you know, two years later, they said that, or a year and a half. I think it was about two years later. They were like, okay, now other people can write apps. I feel for like it. by the iPhone two, you had an App Store. Uh, that would be the iPhone three G. Uh. It, don't believe so. I think that came along. Uh, well, it was probably shortly after the three G. So it's oh, about so a they year. Skipped the year two altogether, didn't they? When it got accidentally no, it was in. called the three G because it used three G service. Oh, yeah. That was the whole thing. This is what I try to tell people about, like the Apple Watch. It's like first generation Apple stuff is kind of open beta. The first iPhone didn't run on the 3G network. The photos it took were the size of the actual phone screen. It wasn't like several megapixels or anything else like that. It didn't have a flash. It didn't have a front camera. Uh, it uh, all kinds of fucking things. It was. It was. You know. There's a lot of problems with it that it just didn't have certain features. It didn't have. And then 3G, the iPhone 3G was like, hey, we added 3G. We added a better camera. We did all yeah. this stuff to it. You know, et cetera, et cetera. Um, my point is that. Uh, by the time they said, okay, we'll let other people develop apps for the phone, they had a user base. They had thousands, maybe millions, you know, maybe two, three million people using that phone already. And it's like now if you develop an application, all those people are your customers. So, of course, you're going to develop. Because not only was like, hey, fun new frontier, you knew it was going to grow. They already had a user base. Microsoft got fucked because they they have consistently followed the wrong path throughout their uh, you know throughout the last like decade or so they've been uh, skating to where the puck just went yeah you know what I mean and uh, 
missing the ball all along the way and being hilariously uh, flippant about it. And that's, you know, the Steve, yeah, that's why Steve guys, Ballmer quotes are so Yeah, hilarious. that's why a guy like Steve Ballmer would overpay $600 million for a professional sports franchise. I knew he was going to throw sports in here. That's, Every fucking time, the guy, like, he shoehorns <laughs> a sports into this fucking thing. Uh, no, I, 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 it's relatable because uh, it's it's example of the idiocy of Steve Ballmer. It's, yes, it's, 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 it's short-sighted and uh, ill uh uh, advised, yes, yes. Uh, you know, it, it, and when the iPhone came out, he was like, "That thing's a toy. Businesses will never use it." It's me, you know. Like, I'll be surprised if it gets one percent market share. And it's like, meanwhile, they've relaunched whatever they want to call a Windows phone like seven times. In the, you know what I mean? And, they're <laughs> and like, now they're desperately trying to make it be able to run Apple software on it. Right. And again, that would be for a developer. You well, still need to get that developer to download your SDK and your IDE, recompile their app for your store, and then you're going to put it in your store. And meanwhile, I, as a developer, don't know how well it's going to work. What about the bugs? What question, features? though, as a, you know? as a power user, if you found out that you could make it work pretty well and it was a, it's a good deal cheaper than an iPhone – would you get a Windows phone that ran iOS? If you if you could just have a Windows iOS the the, the operating system if or iOS just, apps. If you could just have a Windows phone that when you turned on in every way, shape, and form acted like an iPhone, would that be a viable uh, substitute to you, or do you still want the Apple iPhone? I. I mean, I'm not concerned about – it's not like I don't look at the iPhone and go, wow, man, that's pricey. They all cost about the fucking same. I, I'm asking I because the Windows okay, phone so, is considerably cheaper. That's why I'm well, asking. Well, right. But also what compromises am I making in hardware? What compromises am I making in software? First of all, we're not talking about a future that exists because you, it would not run iOS. R- iOS apps versus iOS is an entirely different thing. And it's also not running iOS apps. It's running Windows phone apps. It's just they're working on an IDE that will convert the code that you would have written for iOS into code that you could write for Windows Phone because they both essentially run an, a variant of the C++ programming language that uh, they could convert it pretty easily. I don't know how the fuck they're going to do Android because that's written in Java or J++, and uh, that's an entirely different code base. But I'm let's suppose it runs uh, – I it runs – essentially has the same app selection, quote-unquote, yes. app selection. Uh, no, because I don't care. Like, I, I, I'm not unhappy with my phone. I'm not unhappy with the price. I'm not unhappy with the features. There's a couple things, certainly, that I'd be like, I wish they'd let me do this. I wish they'd let me do that, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but uh, by and large, no, I don't, I don't care that much. And also, um, yeah, it... it I don't know what compromise I'd make. And again, it, it wouldn't be running iOS. It would just – I would have a similar app selection on their store than I would have with Apple. And also I've got a lot of money invested in that ecosystem. I've bought shitloads of apps over the years and I'm always allowed to grab them. I can delete everything off my phone and still go to the app store and go, hey, I need that app again. And I don't pay twice. <laughs> Any app upgrades, same fucking thing. I'm not doing that all over again. That's fucking hundreds of dollars right there. That would definitely be more than the cost of the goddamn phone. So, no, I don't give a shit. But uh, maybe a question that you're sort of getting at is would I recommend it to someone in the future Uh, who's like, I need a new smartphone. I kind of like this. I kind of like that. But overall, neither of them actually do what I want. I wish there was a phone that did both. 
then maybe, but I don't know. I don't, the right once run anywhere model that companies have been touting that for a long time. Java was touting that for a long fucking time. It, it happens all the time. They, right once run anywhere and it fucking never works because architectures are different. Systems are different. Hardware is different. You need to know what uh, are the capabilities of the hardware you're running. On. It seems like it, it, it wouldn't be that easy just from what you've explained to me of Android where you know Android will develop an OS and then Samsung will take and go, yeah, but we're going to change this a little bit. So it's not always – nothing's ever the same. It would feel like it, more so in the Android world than the iOS world. I, feel, I think it's probably easier for iOS. Yeah, because you know every single spec list of every single iPhone and it's a short list. Yeah. It's 10 devices or something. Exactly. Whereas with Android – You're millions, yeah. All of them. Yeah. It's uh, and they and yeah, they, that's the bit. Uh, there's a famous Apple quote, a Steve Jobs quote, where he says, If you want to get serious about software, you have to make your own hardware. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. That Apple makes, makes the whole widget, as they say, and uh, that is that is the case. And you know, Microsoft has never made the whole widget, Google does. Google's Nexus phones are the whole widget, it's an Android operating system on hardware that Google has uh, made themselves. Is that the one is that that hasn't been released yet, correct? Nexus? Oh yeah, they released oh, no, they, they do a new versions like uh, every they, I don't what's, think they have the newest one is out yet. What's the one I, I don't want to bring cuz we might talk about it some but don't isn't Google the one developing the phone that uh all of your the features of the phone are going to be a plug-in the, on yeah, the back been, of it? They've been talking about that for a long time. And it's it, it right now they can't get the thing to not crash for more than like 12 seconds. So, which is uh, because a phone is expecting hardware to exist, and if you suddenly throw, pull that hardware out of it and stick in new hardware, the phone has to go. Uh, oh shit! What did you take away? What did you just put in here? Now I have to figure out all the things that are related to that thing you just put in and load the code base for that and enable it for all the apps you have on the phone. And you're like, okay, well, there's that. Yeah. So yeah, they got the Nexus Nine, as you can see here on uh, Google.com/slash/Nexus. Okay, yeah, yeah. I think this is a tablet. That does not that look is like a, a phone. Yeah. Uh, probably Nexus Six is the phone. Yes. There you go. The Nexus Six is a nice looking phone, but yeah, it runs stock Android. It's all Google all the way throughout, and of course, always, always updatable right through Google servers at any time because they don't have any custom shit on there. It's just fucking stock Android. So if you like Android, that's probably the best phone for you, you would say. Yeah, I don't – I mean I – If you preferred Android over iOS, you would say go right to the source then and get a Nexus. Yes. I don't understand why anybody would not. If you, were, if you prefer Android over uh, iOS, I don't know why you wouldn't buy a Nexus. I don't know why you would ever buy anything from Samsung in phone form. Samsung TVs, great. Go ahead. Although I wouldn't recommend you buying a TV. I'd recommend a projector screen. However, uh, they, make, they make pretty good TVs. And occasionally good uh, computer monitors and uh, things like that. But I would not recommend their phones mostly because of all the crapware they put on there. And you're under their uh, lock and key as far as updates go. I would personally recommend going straight to the source because if you want to be serious about software, you make your own fucking hardware. 
That's 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 a good adage. I like that jobs adage. Yeah. Well, he's got a lot of them, but um, that would be that's that's what I'm saying. That and and the Nexus usually gets a, a really good reviews. The build quality is nice. They're not they're a little underpowered usually, but also with less bloatware, the power doesn't matter. Mm. I've never said you know whenever they bring out a new iPhone, they're always like, oh, it's so much faster. I've never gone. This fucking phone is so slow. Now, mind you, I don't wait five years between upgrades, so I'm not really the guy to talk to. But I don't care about specs like what's the processor speed of the phone, how much memory does it have, all this different shit. I don't care. It's never been slow for me. Mm. And I mean, you know, and, I, and that's, got, that's not an Apple thing. I'm saying that I think most phones, you would also, you know, do you think your phone is slow? Your phone's, what, three years old now, two it's years start, old? It's starting, to, it's starting to have some lead on its ankles. All right, I don't know. Getting a little heavy footed. Okay, I would think because if you're not upgrading the OS, then it wouldn't. What would what would change? But I don't know. Whatever. Uh, but yeah, the, the Nexus Six is a is a good phone. Very good phone. Build quality is nice. Um, but I'm understanding that it's not the you know so fast and everything else like that. But Google does a good job with hardware. And again, you want to go to the source, get a fucking Nexus. Don't bother with Samsung, you know, or any of the other ones for that matter. I don't know. Yeah, good advice. Good advice from the sage, anyway, Reverend uh, Mitch Marzoni. <clears throat> that, uh, that about wraps it up for episode eight here on Vulgar Tech. As always, you can uh, contact myself or Alex Mandelberg through Riffopolis, R-I-F-F-O-P-O-L-I-S dot com. Uh, click on the Vulgar Tech uh, podcast page and uh, you'll see links to both of our little profiles and you can send us messages right from there and attach pictures and things like that. You can also find me on Twitter at RevMitch, R-E-V-M-I-T-C-Z, as in zebra, uh, or on my website, R-E-V-M-I-T-C-Z, or R-E-V-M-I-T-C-H dot com. And you can find Alex on Twitter at the worst Twitter handle ever, A-M-A-N-D-E-L-B-E-R-G-A Mandelberg. And just tweet him and tell him to start Jew. using a funny Jew as a better handle. So start uh, tweet him and tell him that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, if you have any questions or you uh, have something you want us to talk about, uh, feel free to hit us up. And uh, we'll see you next time there. Unless it has anything to do with truthers.